On this episode, I talk about box of the month club ideas, Facebook video versus YouTube, and how I got food poisoning this morning. You ask questions and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. This is Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 81 of the Ask Gary V Show. Let me just say that the uh, two-week hiatus uh, was something that was really hardcore. I really missed the show. Uh, Vayner Nation, thank you so much for all the uh, the tweets and the comments on Instagram and the emails uh, talking about how much you missed the show. I want you to know I missed you guys so much that this morning I had food poisoning. Uh huh. And I rarely ever miss. I mean, I'm never sick. Like, just don't miss days. And uh, had to miss the entire morning. I was knocked out. And DeMeo was texting me all morning saying, "Don't come in." It's one of those ironic days where I'm here the whole day. They're all pretty lightweight meetings. We can push them to the end of the week. And I said, "No, I've got to come in, and I've got to do episode 81 of the Ask Gary V Show because people are waiting, and I couldn't disappoint." So I apologize for having my energy down a little bit for episode 81, but India, let's get in to the show. Chris asks, you've done two long format web shows in a world where gurus advise keeping online videos short and sweet. What gives? Chris, a couple things. Uh, First and foremost, it's always very dangerous to listen to the advice of online marketing gurus. Uh, I think what gives is very simply something that I think is the right advice, which is quality trumps everything, right? And so I remember in 2007 being flown out to Mountain View and Sunnyvale by Yahoo and Google to try to figure out what gives with Wine Library TV. Now remember this is eight years ago, trying to figure out why my show was doing so well even though it was long. And so... The, the, the real answer was quite simple. Uh, quality is quality is quality. If I'm able to put out a 15, 20 minute, 30 minute show and I can captivate and hold the audience, well then it has a chance of doing well. If I can't, then it won't. I mean, it's not super complicated. There are plenty of shit 14 second videos. There are plenty of waste of time, never get off the ground, one minute shows. You will watch a three hour avatar because it's good. You will not watch a 15 second commercial because it's crap. And so the length is not the variable of the quality. As a matter of fact, to break Deep Rock's heart, neither is the sound or the lighting or the production. It is the message, it is the message, it is the message. I'm telling you it's the message. Now, Deep Rock has come into my life and has made everything much better. So I do respect the production more than I did in 2006, 7, and 8. But the truth is, for the fist pump that he just put out behind the scenes, the Bottom line is, if he wasn't dealing with this kind of quality, all the production he put out still wouldn't matter. Paul asks, can you provide insight into how you've nurtured your public speaking chops besides just hustling on stage? How do you prepare for a talk? Have you ever been nervous to speak publicly? Paul, great question. First of all, ridiculously rad picture. D-Rock, show it again. in love with the drone, just well, completely caught our attention. Great job. Um, you know, I, you know, the truth is, 
I hit the stage somewhere in 2006 for the first, first time um, as somebody to listen to and it was instantaneous. It was love at first sight. I love the stage, the stage loved me. And so, obviously I've got a lot of practice. As a matter of fact, I'm, what, really, what, what I'm struggling with more than anything right now is the fact that I'm just getting into such a rhythm. I feel like I'm a stand-up comic, right? That I have my kind of talk. And I take a lot of pride of making it, you know, eight to 15 minutes out of an hour different based on the audience, but I want it to be 45 minutes different, but I'm in kind of a cadence right now. Uh, so obviously I've gotten better, my timing has gotten down, I've, but I've never done anything like, it's kind of like this show, right? Like one of the things that I love about doing Meerkat behind the scenes now is that people can see how little to no editing there really is. There is no real prep. I, I think my biggest secret is talk about what you know you're good at, right? Like talk about stuff you know. You know, I try not to answer questions about foreign policy or currency or you notice I stay away from Bitcoin or you know, I don't talk about the things I don't know, right? I I can spew my opinion and at the end of the day this show and everything else is my opinion but boy is that grounded in really strong research and skill and practitioner DNA. I feel like my opinion in business matters because of the execution I did to get there whereas my opinion on everything else, I have my opinions on a lot of things, but you know, they're not as grounded in as much research, uh, they're more intuitive, which is fine, take them for what they are, you know what opinions are, but I, uh, you know, I stick to what I know and that helps me just stream. I'm a good communicator by, by DNA and um, by staying in my comfort zone, in my lanes of expertise and the places where I actually spend my time honing my craft, it comes off very clean because it's very natural because it is natural. Kelton asks, what would be the best way to sample healthy energy drinks out to a thousand people by the end of the year? Kelton, I took this question because I want to give you a shout out and give you exposure to my audience because I appreciate your hustle. On the flip side, your question is crap. Let me explain. To get a thousand people to try your energy drink, I don't know, just go to a crowded place outside and start pouring. I would have a thousand people try my energy drink literally within eight hours on a Saturday by going to Central Park and maybe you live in some rural area so get your ass into a car or a train and find a crap load of people, get a goddamn stand and pour to a bunch of little cups and you'll hit your thousand in eight hours. Shit question. Gary, it's magician and corporate entertainer David Ornella here. What's the deal with Facebook's video push? Do you think they're gonna become a monetized video platform? And what does that mean for people who are starting a YouTube show in the coming weeks like I am? Thanks. David, it means that, first of all, to answer your question, yes. Uh, it means for people starting YouTube shows, they should seriously start considering starting Facebook shows. Now, that is people that actually have money, right? Because where Facebook video gets really valuable is when you start spending two to $500 a day targeting audiences because you can target at a level we've never seen before. Um, and so, you know, look, I think, I think Facebook is a massive, it's already a massive competitor to YouTube. YouTube should absolutely be concerned when you later the data, listen, I keep yelling about this, the data, the data, the data that Facebook sits on top that allows you to target against creates 
an ultimate machine. And uh, you know, I'm spending a ton of time, I'm looking at Andy, no I'm not, I thought that was Andy. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look at Andy Kay right now, who on my team, who, who grows audience with me, and, and Facebook video is at the top, the tippy top of, of our concern, and, and I think now that they're showing view count, and now that they're embedded, you know, one of the reasons I like using YouTube is it shows perception is reality, how many views, it builds brand. Now that I can do the same thing with Facebook, uh, my, my intentions um, are to maybe even switch some, not my, but if you ask me if my primary embed was Facebook video over YouTube video six months from today on Gary Vaynerchuk business videos, I would say yes. Think about that. So uh, it's a huge, huge deal. It, it also, I think competition breeds innovation. And so I'm excited because I think YouTube gets scared a little bit here, Google gets scared a little bit here, and we'll actually see better quality uh, innovation come out of YouTube because they've been pretty stale for a half decade uh, in a lot of ways. And I think that they're gonna both push each other. Now you've got live streaming, video, you know, video is king. Um, And uh, we're living through the picture revolution, right? Instagram at the forefront. But I think, uh, I think video still has a long way to go and, uh, uh, and we're living through it and I just think there's more upside, more in both categories actually. But I think Facebook video is probably grossly underestimated by the far majority of this audience right now. I think the upside is enormous. I myself am paying a ton of attention to it. You know what that speaks. Michelle asks, what's your take on subscription box services? Michelle, uh, first and foremost, congratulations. That is an adorable picture. Uh, uh, it just, it's really cute. And I fully expect you uh, and that little one to send me a version of that picture 10 years from today since I put you on the show and I'd like to see it. So I'm looking forward to being surprised and trying to recall why it's happening 10 years from today. Big out, shout out to 2025. Um, the answer to your question, box services. Look, I wrote one of the first checks into Birchbox and was an angel investor in BarkBox. We're incubating a business here called Faithbox. Uh, I'm a very big fan of the subscription box service. I think it's the way people like to buy. We like to buy once and forget about it. Uh, I think they're good businesses because then even when we get stuff we don't want, we don't cancel right away. So you get an extra two to five, seven months worth of business. Um, you know, that's just the truth. Uh, and so, um, I'm very bullish on them and I think that there's innovation to be had. I think that right, you know, the box was kind of the innovation. All this is is the month club, right? It's just the basket of the month club. So I actually, I've been thinking for a long time, like what else can I ship it in? Can it be like a balloon? Like can it be like, 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 you know, like peanutballoon.com where like the balloon lands and there's peanuts in it each month? Like I, I feel like the mechanism, the box itself has some innovation around it. I hope that idea, spurred a thought for somebody and they start a huge million dollar business because of it. Um, I definitely think that there's a play there. Uh, As far as upping the hustle, I would say, you know, the birth of a new child is one of the most remarkable, important moments of one's life and even though I'm 24-7, 365 hustle, much like I talk about um, getting plenty of sleep and vacations matter, it's what you do when you're awake, I wouldn't overstress the first, you know, one to, 10 months depending on your DNA, I, I would really focus on laying the foundation of a healthy relationship with, uh, and lifestyle for your baby. Um, you've got plenty of time to pick it back up. Um, unless you're a maniac like me, then I would just say just a little less sleep and try to prioritize your health and vitamins and drink water and stuff like that and don't eat weird food that makes you throw up for seven hours the next morning. Uh, and that's it, question of the day. 
Let's have India ask the question there. I like the on the spot stuff. Shift it quickly, don't give her time. I'm so terrible at this. Um, this is so rewarding. As a matter of fact, double switcheroo, Alex gets to ask the question of the day. <laughs> yes. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? No, we'll not accept that. Back to India, back to India, back to India. Have you ever had food poisoning? That's my question. Jesus Christ, I'll take over. <laughs> take a picture of your home screen on your phone right now and tweet it to me at, at Gary V. I want to see the apps that dominate your day. So we, you know what, I failed. Nobody asked a question today. It was the dictation of the day. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them. Wearing around her neck today. What, scarf. What, that is not a scarf. Yeah, it is, it's a circle scarf. Yeah, it's, it's an infinity scarf. scarf. So you just wrap it around your head, but it's a circle, it never ends. I'm cold, you know I'm always cold. I know, I'm always hot. <laughs> that is not the beta test meerkat. Okay. I'm using the actual one that's in the app store. So we should be fine. But great job by founder and CEO of Meerkat. What's up everyone? How many peeps in there? 339. 339. Awesome, cool. From Chris.